Hello, and welcome to the Lumpy Space Podcast, where we are re-watching Adventure Time, the classic Cartoon Network series, and you are joining us for the third episode of the show, Prisoners of Love. Uh, I will be your host for today, Alex Bonilla, and today I'm joined by Sam Quattro. Hey, y'all. Uh, you can find more about our parents' podcast, Overly Animated, at their website, overlyanimated.com. And you can subscribe to us uh, via iTunes or whatever podcatcher you use. Uh, We would appreciate any comments or suggestions or reviews that you leave us so we know how we're doing and how we're handling this this journey into the the show. But yeah, let's just dive right right into this. This is our third episode that we're going to cover, Prisoners of Love. And this is the introduction of a very popular character in Adventure Time, None other than Ice King, voiced by Tom Kenny. And uh, here, he's a bit of a basic villain. Uh, um, uh, Sam, how, how would you characterize Ice King just uh, this early? Like, just, If you just had this episode, how would you describe him? I mean, I probably would describe him as a basic villain. He's like this evil king trying to steal all the girls. Like, I'm sure that's been done before. That's like a classic villain trope. I don't know if they specifically want to marry him or marry marry them, but like, I don't know. I remember um, the first ever episode of Adventure Time I actually watched. Don't remember what it was called. But it's when uh, Ice King freezes Jake and Finn, and they're just like hanging out at his house. And I was like, wow, this guy's kind of he's interesting. I'll say that. Yeah, and especially in this episode, while it is our introduction to him, and it, it, superficially speaking, it's uh, a bit of a basic plot. Uh, a villain kidnaps princesses, kids have to save princesses. But there's this one segment that does stand out where he, Ice King is knocked out, and he goes into this dreamscape, and he meets the cosmic owl. And he's uh, very uh, self introspective, almost like, well, what's wrong with me? Why don't people like me? And uh, C- Cosmic Owl goes on to call him a sociopath, which is a, a strong word to throw around this, er- like, in our first introduction of a character. But Yeah, I mean, I've seen, like, a gif on Tumblr, like, of that scene, and I was like, oh, I don't remember what episode that's from. I assumed it was from, like, season two or season three, you know, when we had a little bit more development, but no, it's from, <laughs> the, what, the third or fourth episode? <laughs> Right, and it's the first time we're seeing Ice King, but and and actually does make itself apparent more in, in later in later episodes, just just how craving he is of friendship. But, but like uh, the definition of a sociopath is someone with extreme antisocial attitudes and a lack of conscience, and uh, that that kind of displays itself pretty well in this episode. Like, well, sort of because antisocial in the sense that. He just doesn't know how to socialize correctly, even though he has the desire to be social with people. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't call him a sociopath. I would just call him socially awkward and maybe just didn't have the right tools or experiences growing up in order to like realize how people interact with each other. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, we know like what his backstory is now. <laughs> but you know, if I had the guess from this episode, and this was like my only exposure to Ice King, I'd say you know maybe he's just a little bit lost. Maybe he needs to go into some therapy. Uh, you know, me- maybe needs to make a couple friends and learn how to interact that way, and then move on to like romance. You know? 
Yeah, and then it does get a bit more into like how you deal with these kind of people because uh, there is a, an exchange where Finn says something like, you need help, man. You got to talk to someone with life experience. And he throws it to Jake and Jake's like, wait, no, don't don't put this on me. Well, so, Jake's and, a real jerk, so who yeah, cares about him? <laughs> that, that's true. Like he, he would never be in that position, at least not at this point of the show. But it does speak to something where like we, we know that the problem exists, but there, there sometimes the person just doesn't have another person who's willing to deal with the, with the issues or someone who has the patience to deal with someone like Ice King, where they just need a lot of work to get to where they want to be. Yeah. yeah that's sad. That makes me sad. <laughs> I mean, it made me sad, too, because you, you think uh, Ice King, like... From the very beginning, he's just broken. But like, even from the very beginning, you see that like there are places where he's been failed. <laughs> uh, later on, Finn and Jake do get to a point where they're more willing to help because they get to know him better and they see that there are uh, some positive aspects of his personality to, to salvage. Whereas here, it's very one-sided. But yeah, just that little exchange stood out, especially compared to how they deal with Ice King later on in the series, where they're a bit more friendly to him, despite the sociopathic tendencies that he does display. Just a little bit more friendly. Yeah, maybe slightly, but 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 in in degrees, like that that that's a big difference to someone like Ice King, who all all he wants is company sometimes. Well, I think in the future, like the thing that really. I guess more or less humanizes Ice King is his relationship with Marceline and like who he was as Simon. Like everybody starts to realize this is just a poor man who has been caught in very unusual, unusual circumstances. Mm -hmm. And later on in the series, we'll, we'll get more into like the parallels with mental illness that, that his backstory presents uh, comparing like how he was as Simon versus how he is today. But like just in this episode, it, it definitely just gives up. He's just a guy of, who steals princesses. Yeah, wants it, to marry all of them. Yeah, it's like no, this is wrong. Don't do that. Stop. <laughs> and nobody can really argue against it. That kidnapping princesses and locking them up, despite your justification that oh, I need to collect them all before I can decide who I want to be with. <laughs> As if they're like Pokemon cards, and you're trying to make a deck. Although that is kind of some people's dating philosophies, right? Like before I well, decide you, you to talk, settle. <laughs> yeah, you talk to a couple of people and then you pick one. I, I like I, I get that in the real world because that doesn't really hurt anybody if you're not serious with a lot of people at once and then you pick one person out of those to be serious with. But this is kidnapping. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. It's more the. the... I don't think they have like <laughs> Tinder in uh, the Adventure Time universe. Hmm. There should be, though. I mean, at least not yet. Maybe, like, in the next last couple episodes, I'll reveal there to be a Tinder. But, uh, yeah, not yet. Yeah. Um, of, of these princesses, we, we have um, Slime Princess, Lumpy Space Princess, uh, Wildberry Princess. Do, were, were, any, were any of these potential matches for Ice King, or were they all doomed from the start? I mean, who who would be a potential match for Ice King, really? <laughs> Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, because you, you need someone who's willing to put up with his goofiness. Um, I, I guess someone subservient, because especially in this episode, he seems to recur to "I'm going to kill you if you don't do what what I want." And that actually—that's not very healthy. 
Yeah, and that actually took me by surprise because like later on in the show he doesn't he doesn't give off menacing as often, but like here it, it, he goes straight to I'll kill. <laughs> yeah. It's it it's definitely a lot stronger than I remember Ice King being around princesses. Yeah, me too. Like I never really remembered him being like outright threatening murder on people. Yeah, but but he definitely has his has his comedic moments. Uh, um, one small thing is like he he's like eating trail mitts as he's pushing Finn and Jake up the wheelbarrow. I I thought that was just a yeah, and he specifically touch. picks out what he wants, like the yogurt chip. Right. I know the ships are okay. Are they okay? My favorite part of the trail mix, I like to combine the the raisins and the almonds and eat them together. Hmm. Uh, I'm an unhealthy person, so I just go for Chetsmiths. To each his own. I love raisins. Raisins are my fave. Yeah, I just, I I can't handle dried fruits in general. They're just not my thing. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. We're going to get a lot of angry comments about your dislike of dried fruits yeah th- th- this is the hot takes on cold food section um yeah for- hot takes on cold foods trail mix what kind of trail mix do you like i like classic trail mix it's you know it's a really good solid thing but it does mess my stomach up probably because of the almonds and the raisins ah yeah because very- trail mix is supposed to be healthy you know i mean ideally <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know it's just kind of Makes my stomach upset. Hmm, strange. Digestion. You, you may want to get that checked. Maybe. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, Ice King is the center. But I guess we'll we'll go through the episode a, a little more. Um, j- just ha- how it starts is I mean, basically your your goofy setup. Uh, J- Jake and Finn sliding down a mountain. Uh, they bump into a couple of snowmen. There's a random joke where the snowman molds his head into a cat and meows. That was and- cute. Was it? I guess. Uh, I, I, I got I get creeped out by snow cats, but <laughs> when have you ever encountered a snow cat before? Well, just in my head, imagine a cat covered in snow. I like, think that's cute. Uh, it's uh, sad because cats don't like to be wet. Yeah, it, you, well, they'd be frozen at that at that stage. Well, but... Yeah, but like you know, a cat with like a nice coating of snow, just like hanging out. That's cute. It's like a dog in the snow. Yeah, well, they're having fun. Now that I think about it, there are like images of baby snow leopards that are are probably pretty cute. Exactly. That's close enough, I guess. Um, there's actually an interesting uh, piece of animation that I I noticed where they're uh, they're going to a tunnel and they're collecting the penguins, but it goes into like kind of a three, not a three D perspective, but just like it shows the the camera moves with them as they're going up and down the walls of the tunnel. Uh, I just thought that that stood out to me as like a little. A fun piece of animation separate from the rest of the show usually um but yeah I- ice king is initially angry because he's defending his property he's like hey you guys are trespassing this is my area and like in a way i like uh, at least i was uh, sympathizing with him like eh, he's right like well, why why are finn and jake just you know invading his living space that's true yeah but uh, Finn and Jake being uh, jerks, I guess, but they're like, uh, yeah, you're just a nerd. You're not cool. And uh, Ice King reacts poorly and sends snow people that are faulty, but that doesn't work. So he just freezes them instead and brings them up to his mountain lair. Um, he throws them in jail with the princesses. Um, let's see here. Stuff that we haven't covered. Um, 
J Jake shows his shape-shifting abilities, uh, pulling, making his hand into a key, but of course uh, Ice King notices that quickly and freezes him. So uh, is that the first time we've seen uh, Jake shape-shift his body parts? Or, uh... I don't remember. We, Yeah, I don't know, dude. Yeah. Huh. Also, like, him shape-shifting a key, like, how would you know that the key was the right one? I mean, is it just, like, a highly generic door that he's encountered before? Like, you know, key, all keys are different. Yeah, that's, right? a, that's a thing with cartoons in general. I feel like they all use the same model of key, where it's just, like, the circle and, like, the two spokes. Yeah, but like, like, the <laughs> key that has not been used in, like, 500 years. Exactly. Like, you never just see just a normal house key in a show. I guess it's just too hard to animate. Like, all those little ridges and stuff. Or, or maybe we, we just watch a bunch of old-timey shows where, like, they're, they're just all using architecture and infrastructure from the 1600s. If I recall correctly, I, there was... It might have been Eager Rapper of all people who said, uh... You know, if you, like, you want to draw something that people understand, you want to go with, like, something old... For example, like if you draw a TV, you're always going to go with like an old like CRT TV and not like a flat screen most of the time because that's like what people think when they think TV. But, you know, then again, as we're progressing in life and time, maybe that isn't going to be the norm anymore. But yeah, hmm. well, that's interesting. I haven't heard, heard of that before, but it does kind of make sense. But yeah, that, that's why like um, you still see like old like rotary phones in cartoons still, I think. I guess, and like for example, like Steven Universe still uses those giant the TVs with the giant but the uh, backs, where like it's yeah. it's not flat yeah. screen anymore. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, but in any case, so they have this old fashioned key. I, I, Ice King freezes him, and so they end up having a, a plan where Finn, Finn and the princesses are going to pretend to have fun. So Ice King joins them. Um, Lumpy Space Princess, I, I think, gives a good line here. I'm going to say something fun, like, oh, I'm having a fun time. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, LSP. Hopefully, uh, but it seems that was convincing enough. <laughs> yeah, and then they trick him, right? Yeah, the, he, he joins them inside the jail, the, and Finn knocks him out. Uh, Ice King goes into this cosmic owl realm part. And, uh, yeah, the, then the, we just end with a little celebration while, uh, on Big Jake, all the princesses are dancing on top of him. Uh, Slime Princess uh, says, hey, I'd like to marry you. <laughs> and, uh, Jake saves Finn by, by saying Finn pees his pants. Okay, okay, and then she's like, put me down, put me down, because he was holding her. First yeah. off, you're a slime princess? Why is somebody peeing their pants disgusting? I mean, like... You're literally made of slime. You probably have like a snail trail behind you at all times. I don't understand. Also, if somebody pees their pants a lot, I would assume that, you know, they at least have the decency to wash their hands sometimes. I wouldn't think that Finn peed his pants like in that moment. So why would she like put me down? Because his hands were likely clean. Yeah, there are a couple of assumptions going going on in in that uh, let me down line. Uh, also, like, wouldn't the sm like I, I would imagine the smell of someone having peed themselves would be the real thing that repulses you. Because, yeah, like, or maybe like you don't want to go like near their legs for a while or their crotch region. Yeah, and and also this this sets up a little bit of uh, I guess this is Finn's for first interaction with the uh, girls in this uh, in this show 
Well, Slime Princess and Finn, I guess, are the same age, if I'm interpreting this exchange correctly, right? I, I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Well, because, um, like, the if that's true, Finn is, like, 12, I guess, and the princess is, like, 12, so does, are we just... Is child marriage common in this universe? She doesn't have, like, an age on the, uh... The wiki, so who knows how old she really is? Ooh. <laughs> well, she's tiny though. That is, well, I don't know. That doesn't really mean much. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but like, just just to make things easier, let's say they're around the same age. But like, the y- young marriage is not something I I think Slime Princess should be perpetuating in her kingdom. That's just. I guess opinion. not. I mean, you know, in the medieval times, that was like the norm. But, you know, we're not there anymore. But once again, we're, we're, like going back to the discussion of the key, the, just this environment, at least for now, is just very old-timey in a lot of ways. Yeah, it's like a quote-unquote fantasy right. uh, so, environment. Yeah, and, and fantasy tends to adopt a lot of uh, medieval elements into their narratives. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I think we've mostly covered all of Prisoners of Love. Uh, it's a, also, it's a very thing calls in the beginning. He calls like some guy hot, or at least Jake uh, kind of teases him about thinking that some guy's hot. I forget who. Yeah, some sort yeah of, like thing. Yeah, they said house. that there was a fire guy in their backyard that made them have to look for an, a cold place. Yeah. And Finn's like, oh, he was hot, but not like in a sexy way. And Jake was like, yeah, you do mean in a sexy way. And I was like, yeah, cool. I like this. Yeah, it's not, it's not great. <laughs> uh, Bye, uh, Finn. I like that. Yeah. Also, Ice King just like it shuts it off with, I don't care. Like in, in, in a SpongeBob kind of style screech. Tom Kenny does well with his voice, but that was like the one time I was like, uh, but that was SpongeBob sounding. Hmm. But like for the rest of the show, he finds his voice. But in the, just in this particular episode, it, it did fluctuate a little bit at times. SpongeBob. Yes. Are, are SpongeBob and Ice King related otherwise in any way? I mean, they both have really big noses. Is SpongeBob sociopathic? I wouldn't. St- I don't know. Because I don't he, think so. because I think besides Patrick, I, I feel like he's not that great at making friends. <laughs> As a sociopath, I don't think being a sociopath means that. Hold on, we gotta look this up. Well, yeah, because like the definition I have is antisocial, but I I don't know. But Ice King also is the type where he's like trying to make friends and just failing. So that's why I guess the way the show uses it is kind of throwing me off here. Well, let's see. A person with a personality disorder manifesting itself in extreme antisocial attitudes. And behavior and a lack of conscience. I think SpongeBob has a conscience. Hmm. Being a little bit more socially withdrawn doesn't mean that you have this. That's fair. I guess, like, where where does Ice King fall on this? Because I, I guess SpongeBob is a little better because he does have several friends as well. Because he also has Sandy. I guess he's friendly enough with Mr. Krabs. But he I, wants to be Squidward's friend. He desperately wants to be Squidward's friend and fails, but maybe that's uh, a fault on both sides of that relationship. But with with Ice King, does he have any friends ever? Uh, I don't remember. I mean, Marceline later. 
Yeah, um, although that's based more on past history than how he is today. The penguins? <laughs> Are the penguins capable of showing him love? I don't know, dude. I mean, you know, the penguins are like pets, right? Pets are therapeutic, and pets love unconditionally. Yeah, I, I guess they're like his cats. Yeah. Yeah. Wank. <laughs> wank. We'll, we'll, we'll just end the podcast with wank. 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 So, yeah, I, th- I think we've covered pretty much everything in this episode. Uh, all in all, I'd say it's a solid episode. There are enough jokes to keep you going, even if the premise is uh, very simple. Um, your your final impressions on, on this episode? Forgettable. Forgettable. Oh, okay. That, mm-hmm. That's a little harsher. But... I mean, I'm sorry for being harsh. It's just like, you know, it's forgettable. I... I'm finding going through the beginning episodes of Adventure Time to be kind of tedious. Mm. And why would you say that? I don't know. They're just like, not really my cup of tea. Uh, You know, I'm not the target demographic, (laughs) nor do I think I'm much alike of the people who are making it. So for now, it's just like, oh, that one thing was funny. And then, you know, you move on to another episode and like, oh, that one thing was funny there. Right. Just a lot of, a lot of that. Well, we're definitely still, we're going to be for a while in these like more goofier side of episodes, uh, more uh, standard premises. And it doesn't really get experimental and and more um, into the uh, more mature themes until later on in the show. So we definitely have a ways to go until we get there. Although we are pulling like small pieces here and there. Like for example here where we're talking a little bit about Ice King's uh, mental state. So that's at least one thing you can get out of that from a couple of lines. But uh, we're, we're going to keep keep trucking along here and trying to pick out the, the meaningful things to talk about from each episode. And uh, next time we'll be talking about tree trunks uh we'll see what we we can pull out of there but until then you can find out all the information on our previous podcasts as well as our parents podcast at overlyanimated.com you can talk to us on discord about any observations you've made or want to share with us uh, at overlyanimated.com slash discord and uh, you can support us uh, and our parent podcast uh, via patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated and uh, thanks, as always, to our Patreon executive producers, John, Ryan, Steve, Andy, and Hugh. But, yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll see you soon we'll, to be talking uh, our favorite Setsy Elephant tree trunks. <laughs> on that yeah! No- on that note, see you next time. Wank. Wank. <laughs> Wank. 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 <laughs>